Don't you think Jerry Lewis is the funniest human being ever lived? Surely there's no indication of it during this war. Welcome to the Weekly Review. This is Roman. It's Friday, April 21st, 2017. Where did this month go? Oh, goodness. That's a great question. Where did this month go? There's a lot that's been happening. I'll start off with uh, perhaps just a moment to get ourselves settled here in the studio. Uh, yeah, a lot's happened. It's There is this constant question as to how much does one want to talk about what's happening, uh, also recognizing that there is fear of retaliation that can happen if you if you discuss what's happening. And that's something that I think about quite a bit. And how can one share information, share one's experiences, without being targeted for doing so? That's something that we're finding out now in this time of... Ugh, this time of having social media where one could typically or ideally share what's happening 
and at the same time, uh, we're not really being allowed to, or we're kind of being cautioned to say what's happening. So that's, that's what's happening. Checking in with the headphones right now. I recognize to us listeners, the listeners out there, technical, technical issues are not so much the most important thing, although it's good to check in and see where we're at. Supposedly it's going well. I can't quite hear myself, so there's a, a bit of lack of self-assurance, which happens in life. Are we actually being heard more so, <laughs> uh, perhaps metaphorically than literally, when we speak? Are people listening to our words? Do they hear us? Even if we don't hear ourselves, hmm, can always make something into something else. Open up the, the <laughs> open up the show with "Fortunate Son" by Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's going off our. What are your favorite anti-war songs list? And that was one of them. Fun story. Went to the same high school as Creedence Clearwater Revival. Not at the same time, though. They were there a few decades prior. Although it was nice when I learned that. It's nice to know that I walk the same halls as these fine musicians. El Cerrito High School. Time to give credit where credit is due. So that's a grateful connection. Speaking of grateful connections... I'm going to walk over to the other side of the studio. We're being super casual, even more so casual and DIY here today than, than typically. And that's, there's a certain comfort in that. Let's see here. And this is much better. Okay. Nothing like confidence to help move along with the show. We've got a couple guests coming in today. We have Gilda Baker and Antoinette Gajero from Open Circle, and they'll be talking about a couple of events that are happening. One is happening this Saturday, and that's Justice for Diallo Neal. And there's an event also happening on Monday, and that's Court Support for Michael Brewster. So they'll be discussing this more as they come in. And so this past Saturday, there was another, yet another, melee in Berkeley. White supremacists led by lead, I guess, maybe. Is the, I don't know if that term is correct or not. So Nathan Domingo, who is this white supremacist who's like the head of Identity Europa, which is a neo-Nazi group, was there among a lot of other folks, avowed neo-Nazis, people giving the Nazi salute. So it's not even people maybe misreading Trump supporters. These are actual fucking neo-Nazis. They came into Berkeley again. They were there March 4th. They came in again this past Saturday. And... Among some, there's like a lot to say about it. And again, going back to my point earlier, what can one say about it? I have, uh, there's a lot of things to be really angry and upset about, and I'll get into that. Also, just talking about the, the history of this person, Nathan Domingo. How does one become a white supremacist? And looking at his history, he was in the military. He went overseas. He saw his friend get shot. He came back to the U.S. with PTSD. It was not treated. He then mistook a taxi driver for an Iraqi person, uh, robbed him. He was arrested. He was sent to jail. And while in jail, he was indoctrinated into the Aryan Brotherhood of sorts, read a lot of right-wing literature, white supremacist literature, and then comes out. And now this is what he's doing. So yet again, another example of how the U.S. military, the prison industrial complex, continues to push white supremacy down our throats and enforces it. Because if someone hadn't been in the military in the first place to go bomb another fucking country to, to fight people in another country, um, perhaps he wouldn't you know, be feeling these feelings. And also, if the vets were taken care of in this country, that's a thing, too. There's something different about 
one can the, the idea one could be against the war and still support the troops they don't have to be it doesn't have to be one thing or the other and if veterans were treated well in this country that would be a whole other story and what we see is that folks come back and they're not treated well they're not given the health support any kind of the support that they need and deserve so and that's true for everyone in this country no one's given you know we all deserve medical care and if people don't get medical care, especially mental health care, then of course this, these kind of things happen. People want to feel connections with people. And then if the only gang that will accept you is like an Aryan Brotherhood, then some people are going to go out and do that. And there's a rise in that. There's a rise in, in that as well as looking at the, yeah, the current regime, which we all know how I feel about that, how many of us feel about that. Many people around the world are sick of it, disgusted, afraid, angry could go on and on and on and there's not enough rage out there to be honest and i recognize that some folks are afraid for the people who have privilege who are able to speak their minds please continue to speak it if you haven't spoken up yet what's stopping you get out there which leads me to what am i angry about this week well i'm angry about a lot of things because how can one not be angry about a lot of things and this would be the i would say overall not to put people in a group because that can be you know it's limiting there is a certain maybe type of Maybe it's a behavior and a belief, and these are folks who happen to be white, happen to be quote-unquote liberal, who don't think that opposing Nazis is necessarily a, a wise choice, or for some reason decides to gaslight people when people fight back against neo-Nazis and white supremacy. And there are a lot of people around, there's a lot of people around, not just on Saturday, there's a lot of people around with that kind of framework, and I feel like that's just as problematic as actual neo-Nazis, because what these people are saying is that they're, they're being not only being complicit, they're giving these people a room to speak. They are gaslighting people who stand up against it. So say someone's being attacked and someone comes in and instead of intervening or stopping it, they're saying, oh, it's not so bad that you're being attacked. I'll just stand back and watch. I'm not being attacked right now. So therefore, what's the big deal? And that seems like the kind of framework that we're working with. And there was a lot of people like that out there. There's a lot of people who don't understand the danger of white supremacy. And if you've always lived in this country and if you've faced it every day of your life you're aware of it and if, you've, if it's never bothered you or if it's never come to your front door or to your friends and family then people tend to brush it off the thing is when actual fucking nazis come into berkeley to somehow say that the people fighting back and defending themselves are somehow just as bad as they are or dumb there was a lot of oh it was oh i mean what it's it's like whose side are you on and clearly you're on the side of the white supremacists if you're saying that they have a chance to, they should be allowed to speak, to advocate violence, to recruit people. Not at a time like this, and never, to be honest. So that's my, I should be, there should be a show segment every week where I'm like, what am I most angry at this week? And that's, that was it. It's, often it's police officers. I mean, they're also complicit. The bar is low, though. The bar is low when we come to corrupt law enforcement officials. <sighs> There's a lot to be angry at. And it's human behavior, and I recognize it's systemic, wanting to really focus on the systems that are in place. Because if these systems are not in place, then humans are more likely to have other types of behavior to, to check in with each other and to be kind to each other. And that doesn't seem to be the case. So there we go. So that's kind of where I'm at. That's a very brief synopsis. I recommend folks checking out itsgoingdown.org. There's a lot of great write-ups and articles. And again, there's something nice about being anonymous, about being able to contribute your information without fear of retaliation from the right wing, without fear of retaliation from the state, etc. So I wanted to get that out there.
there's some events happening and I'm currently standing up at the studio. Usually I sit down having some issues with the headphones. I can hear fine just now. However, I am not in the most comfortable position. So I'm looking for some more information I can read and share with everybody. There's a lot of events happening. There's a trans art opening happening tonight in Oakland. There's another show happening tonight in Oakland with Blackberry and Ribri. That's really great. Um, there's also tonight the, um, I have this right in front of me. It's the sixth annual sing along Jesus Christ superstar. I myself, am not into Jesus, etc. This is a great event though. And it sponsors all the proceeds go to Trans March this year. So folks should go out and support. And this is happening at the Victoria Theater, which is at 2961 16th Street. That's happening tonight at 7 p.m. The doors are at 6.15 p.m. You can get tickets at badflower.com forward slash JCS. Again, that's a sing-along for Jesus Christ Superstar. The proceeds go to this year's Trans March, which is a great event. As far as pride goes, it can be super problematic. We all know the origins are, it's a riot. But riot was the origins of pride, and now in a lot of places, it's super consumerist, commercialist, uh, gross, heavy police presence, not the thing that I would want to go to. And there's a few different events, though, within pride as a whole. And one's Trans March, and it's great. We have a call. Hello, you're on the air. Well, you know who this is, your favorite person. Gail, you're my favorite person? Well, if you can't see the facetiousness in my voice, what can I say? Hi, thanks for calling in, Gail. So what are you doing over there now? What are we doing over there tonight? Well, we're talking about complicity among white liberals who don't believe that white supremacy is a problem in this country. <laughs> you, you silly person. I mean, we got Trump for president. What more can you say? Well, he needs to get out of power, and all these folks need to get out of power. Yeah, if you had time, I would tell you my jury duty story. Oh. Should I tell you my little story? I'll try to speed it up. Yeah, if it's an abridged story, that'd be great. All right, this was years ago. They were bugging me to go to jury duty. I told my psychiatrist, and she made it clear that that was something I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> so she gave me a letter, and they got me out of it. But then they came back and was bugging me more. So I put a pair of pants and I sewed patches on it. I got a uh, little mermaid storybook, uh, Snuggles Teddy Bear, and I brought it to the jury's office where they make you sit. And I talked to the damn thing and everything, and they still went and throw me out, you know? And then I, I said, well, I want to I wanna fry people. I want to barbecue them. Jesus and Christ. They, I wrote a letter, you know, that I want to boil bacon. And they said, well, we won't put you on a capital case. And they what? Not let me go. Whoa. And then they dragged me down to the jury room. Whoa. And they had us raise our hands and take the oath of allegiance that we're going to agree to do this. Ooh. And as they were going on with it, I put my hand back down because I didn't agree with all that stuff going on. Then the bailiff told me if I shut up, he didn't say it that way, sit down, be quiet, you'll have me talk to the judge, and, um, you know, or I'm going to be there all day. So he had me talk to the judge. And the judge said he's going to fix it up because it's going to happen again. Time goes by, they're up on me again, trying to become jury duty again. So this time I go and call up the commissioner's office, and they call me back, and they put the wrong, I guess, wrong voicemail on saying, if this person is legit, she shouldn't be on jury duty. And that, that's what they put on my voicemail, if this person is, so I don't know what happened to this. I mean, you would think that someone that showed up in the jury's office and with a teddy bear 
and talking to it and reading the Little Mermaid storybooks, they would have kind of kind of hit that it's going to be on jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're going to put me on a jury anyway. Ooh. So, so you can see how this country. But anyway, the things are blowing up tonight. They're going to have Caitlyn Jenner on. Then they're going to redo the story of uh, Stacy uh, Lacey Peterson and two. But you know, the other night I was watching this program about this guy who killed his nine-year-old daughter. I didn't see the whole thing. And they were trying to figure out, because years ago, his uh, girlfriend, who was the mother's child, went missing, and they suspected that he knocked them off, but they couldn't prove it. So why do you think, I didn't see the whole program, but I thought it was for insurance. Now, why do you think he murdered his nine-year-old daughter? Um, well, humans are violent. What was that? Because humans are violent, and they probably had some untreated. No, I thought he wanted to do it for the money, but they had a reason for it. Oh. I mean, if you can guess the reason why he killed his own nine-year-old daughter. I'd rather not even think about it, to be honest. What was that? I'd rather not even think about it, to be honest. Well, he killed her because she would not warm up to her his girlfriend, oh. and he wanted his girlfriend so bad that he knocked off the daughter because the daughter would not warm up to his girlfriend. Wow. And the first thing he did when he was in jail, he called up the girlfriend and proposed marriage. Mm. And the first thing the girlfriend did was change the locks on her door. Yeah. So now let's talk about that 50-year-old man that went out with that 15-year-old girl. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Do you know the story? No, though I'm sure there's not only one of those stories. He's a teacher. He took off with a 15-year-old student. Oh, gosh. You don't get it? I don't, I mean, I don't, uh, I, get, I mean, I guess the words get it, kind of. Well, his wife of 30 years put in for a divorce while they were on the run. But, man, <sighs> if he wanted to get away from his wife so bad, he didn't have to go through all that. No, you can have irreconcilable Just differences. Like Lacey Peterson. Yeah. The, the guy, as I understand, married her because she couldn't have children. Mm. But then they had, like, a miracle where she became with child, mm-hmm. and he couldn't take that. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he's sitting in jail. Hmm. Get a divorce, man. Get yeah. A divorce. Absolutely. That's what divorces are for. They think they're so clever. They think they can bump people off and they're going to get away with it. Hmm. Look at that, what, that football player? Yeah. Supposedly he hung himself in his cell now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had everything. He was per- he, he was in, and he goes kill someone. That's a, that was, so anyway, let's go on a happier note. Are you familiar with David Borey? David Borey? Yeah, he was a comedian that used to go to um, different open mics and stuff in San Francisco. Uh, no, I haven't heard his name before. Uh, well, you're probably going to look him up. But anyway, he'd been down in L.A. for a while, and now someone told me that he was on the Cole and the Brian show. Oh. And he may be going to be doing something for Comedy Central. You know this other guy, his name was Jesse Elias? Uh, I don't know him. He was on Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. and you must all know the name Ali Wong. Yes, yes, her now, I've heard of. All these people used to go to these open mics at the Brainwash, mm-hmm. and they progressed to getting into the big money. Well, that's... Well, I don't know about the big money, but they're getting famous. Well, hopefully they will use their fame for good. Say what? Hopefully they'll use their fame for good. Well, yeah, I like people to use their fame for good. But I still can't see Trump. Yeah. I mean, Trump, 
I mean, can you imagine whoever told he was going to actually be the president? Ugh. Ugh. Well, no one's ever told him no in his life. Well, I'm sure people told him no, but I think we need no. to come together and... I think he was kind of surprised when he won. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you can see, in hindsight, you can see what happened was the Democrats didn't go to the middle of the country. They were spending a lot of time in California. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to go to the other part. Yeah, I'm, I'm neglected these people. Yeah, I'm they not a fan of the Democrats. They went for Trump. Yeah, yeah, it's all a mess. Now we got Trump for four or eight years. Well, hopefully less. Hopefully we'll get the regime out. Well, I don't know. Immediately. Uh, and what are we gonna do with North Korea? I I don't. We got a, we got a lot of problems in this country right now. Actually, I say we should get rid of the dictator yeah, yeah, in this country first. Yeah, they bombed North Korea, then they bombed Japan. <sighs> well, have fun now. Oh, thanks. Remember, don't bump off your wife. Get a divorce. I'm not getting married, but thank you for the yeah, thanks yeah, for the input. That's what they say if they hook you, get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in, Gail. Thanks, sweet Gail, for calling in, bringing some joy to the show. Lots of good conversation. Things to think about. Um, yeah, I'm not planning on getting married ever. Uh, that's just my opinion. That's my thing. That's cool. Oh, wow. How about we play a bit of music and, um, I can maybe work on the headphone situation here at, at, at the station. That sounds good. So again, another plug for the, the sing-along for Jesus Christ Superstar happening tonight. Doors at 6.15, shows at 7 at the Victoria Theater. And... A special guest is Barry Denon, who was in the original movie of that. So that's cool. Um, there's also a, a Chunky Jesus contest as well that's also happening. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Please do support Trans March and all the folks who work so hard to give people a, a safe place to be, especially for us trans folks. Uh, we need the support. So do that. Cool. Awesome. I'm going to play some more music for everyone. And again, thanks to all the folks who have recommended the good music. Also, a big, delayed, huge gratitude to Prince Kim and Janice Erlbaum for donating to the Weekly Review. We really appreciate it. We're going to set up a, a Patreon. We're going to set up a uh, funding kind of thing here so folks can help contribute to the show. It, uh, as While we live under capitalism, it's, it's tricky to uh, be able to find places to, to rent space and to speak, and it requires capital. We have another call. Awesome. One moment. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, this is Reiko from Refuse Fashion. Oh, hey, Reiko. Thanks for calling in. You're on yeah. the air. Okay. Well, I wanted to let everyone know, um, one, I, you've probably been talking about this March for Science. Um, Refuse Fascism is meeting up at the foot of Market Street mm -hmm. Saturday tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Okay. And we're going to be putting forward that, you know, in the name of humanity, we refuse to accept the fascist America. We must defend science. Yes. You know, when, when science is under attack, defending science is a political act. Yes. Um, so we'll be meeting up there, but also I want to, and, and people should join the contingent and bring their drums and their hearts and their loudest voices Yes. Um, for this important day tomorrow. Also, um, you know, very seriously, Holocaust Remembrance Day takes on a whole different dimension this year. Yes. And yes. this is Monday, April 24. Yes. Um, and so some of us have 
thought about how could we mark this day. So we are inviting everyone to join us um, there at noon on Monday mm-hmm. at the um, ICE offices at 630 Anson. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is Homeland Security. This is ICE. These are the people that are arresting immigrants across the country and committing, you know, just uh, terrible crimes. Um, and why the connection with the Holocaust Remembrance Day is, you know, to very seriously confront that what began as scapegoating and criminalizing of Jews and other peoples became a genocide. Yeah. We can't let that happen again. We can't be silent. Um, so come there at noon um, and be there with us. Um, I have heard that this will also be the occasion of presenting the um, Adolf Eisman Award mm. to somebody ah. on official at ICE. So that is a very important um, ceremonial occasion yes, that people yes. should participate in. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, there's a lot there's a lot going on and it's good that folks are speaking up and going out into the streets and we encourage everyone to join us. Tremendous. Thanks, Roman. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. So thank you to Reiko and Refuse Fascism and all the folks organizing again. This event is happening at noon on March. March, April 24th, that's this Monday. And again, there's the March for Science happening on Saturday in the afternoon. So encouraging folks to come out for that. There's another March happening the following Saturday. It's a March for Climate Change, I believe, on the 29th. And also May Day is coming up as well. And it's a day without immigrants. So there's just a lot of marches happening. So please do come out, show your support if you can't come out tell people, invite people, mobilize. We need 10 times the number of people in the streets that we have right now. We really do. So if you haven't come out yet, please consider coming out. If you have been coming out, invite friends. Invite people who might not normally come out. Really get the word out. We really, really need as many people as possible. And find, if you are looking for places to go, feel free to contact me, contact the station. Uh, Yeah, definitely come out. And thanks again to all the organizers and people making this happen. It takes people to make this happen. These things don't just spontaneously pop up. People work to make these events happen. That being said, let me play some music here, and we'll be back in a little bit. Child, we are just a child, we are wide awake 
like a steel sign. What burning witches do? This water fade. My speed is out for you. It matters what you say. It matters what you do.
West Old California from the Mexican land Fought in the bloody Civil War Yes, I even killed my brothers and so many others But I ain't marching anymore For I marched to the battles of the German trench In a war that was bound to end all wars Oh, I must have killed a million men And now they want me back again But I ain't marching anymore It's always the old to lead us to the wars Always the young to fall Now look at all we've won With a saber and a gun Tell me is it worth it all In the Japanese sky Set off the mighty mushroom roar When I saw the cities burning I knew that I was learning That I ain't marching anymore Now the labor leaders screaming When they close the missile plant United Fruit screams at the Cuban shore Call it peace or call it treason Call it love or call it reason But I ain't marching anymore I ain't marching anymore This is a story about a bulldozer Yeah <laughs> Make way, make way here we come, coming through. <laughs> oh wait, that is that yours? It's a one-sided battle of man versus machine. I took my home and I took my brother away from me. Damn right. Fuck your house, fuck your land, fuck your rules, fuck your laws, man, bulldozer. Fuck your crew, fuck your view, fuck your rights, your family too, man, bulldozer. Here we come, we barreling through, like a megaton monster demolishing who, what, when, why, this choice so fly, fortified, and strengthen my political tie. You lie. Shit, you can't run, can't hide. You can do it, man. When you got the backing that you need, and we shall proceed and continue to knock down your wife, run over your kids, grandma's crib, bulldozer. I take it, I want it, and when it's demolished, it's mine. I love my bulldozer, I keep it polished and shine. A dirty earth mover, put your house in the sea. Buy one, you get the hat, shirt, and calendar free. Yo. Fuck your house, fuck your land, fuck your rules, fuck your laws, man, bulldozer. Fuck your crew, fuck your view, fuck your rights, your family too, man, bulldozer. At 64 tons, it's a machine of awesome, destructive power. It's this story. Armor, bulldozer. Bulldozer. The two largest water wells. Hey, get out of the way. Everybody knows peace is gay. Hey, yeah, yo, get out of the way. We got so much to move today. Like from the highest mountain down to the sea. There ain't no running from this army. We got democracy and theocracy. Once again in perfect harmony. So here we stand, the chosen man with those in chosen land. What you grow, we blow the sand. Some may call it a crusade, but we can't see any other way. So drop your things, drop your dreams, we'll stop to think. All ears, can't you hear that freedom ring? Here I come, we armed and backed by partisan. We've got our outside making guns. This bulldozing is so damn fun. So make way, we're coming through. 
rules, fuck your laws, man, bulldozer. Fuck your crew, fuck your view, fuck your rights, your family too, man. Gunshots aiming at my dome. These goddamn tanks won't leave me alone. It's like everywhere I go, I'm seeing the chrome. Gotta fight the tank with a shank and a stone. And if it's on, and it's on, and it's on. My mama always said, why you act so grown? But mama, I've been up in these streets all alone. Trying to stop the bulldozers running over my home. Mama get dressed when they come, it's on. On a late night, trying to take our crib, we gone. Don't worry about your baby boy, trust I'm grown. If the boys rush the spot, they mind get blown. yours. I appreciate it. God bless. Good night. And welcome back to the Weekly Review. I'm joined here by Gilda Baker and Antoinette Gajero. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Again. Uh, of course. My <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. So I believe you were, you were here last year and we talked a bit about Open Circle mm-hmm. as well as uh, Dial O'Neill. And we'll be talking more about that today here. Yeah, thank you so much for having us back. Um, We have a very special event coming up tomorrow, Um, Open Circle Families United for Justice and Together We Stand um, have called for a national uh, call to action um, on behalf of uh, D.L. O'Neill, Justice for D.L. O'Neill. And Oakland has responded to the call, so we will be having a rally tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at Oakland City Hall, on the steps of Oakland City Hall. And we're going to have a press release, excuse me, a press conference mm-hmm. and a rally uh, to, um, to call for justice yes. for what the, uh, the um, police have done, the CHP mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did to him. We um, also, I just want to mention that the um, spiritual drummer, drummers from the Omnira Institute mm-hmm. will be there as well, and they're going to do a drum ceremony for us, and also have um, a, a libation ceremony to okay. honor others who have died to police violence. Yes, yeah. Yeah, in case people don't know, um, City Hall is located right at the corner of 14th and Broadway, but the actual address is 1 Frank, Frank Ogawa Plaza, Plaza. Mm-hmm. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping people come out and support this rally because my son was brutally murdered. Brutally murdered and the crime was covered up. And it was done by people we, well, I've been taught to trust. Nothing in my experience prepared me for what happened to my son. I could not process the reality of it, the audacity of it, um, and it's still hard. 
because my son died uh, alone on the ground and he was such a people person. I was shocked at how many folks came to his funeral. You know, I mean hundreds. Mm. I had no idea how well received he was. But I get it because, you know, his personality was always so um, giving to everyone. Yes. You know, he was a Libra. <laughs> but that balance, he was always striking that balance mm -hmm. amongst folks. If we had a disagreement or someone had a disagreement, he would see both sides of the coin. Yes, yes. And try to bridge any differences that, that um, might have been taking place. And the other thing I'd like to say about Diallo is that he was a father. In addition to being a son, a great son, he was a father. Mm -hmm. He left two beautiful children. And law enforcement never mm. even came to our home mm. to say that my son had been killed to this day. And also, in their police report, they lie and say that they spoke with me mm. at the hospital. But in fact, <laughs> mm -hmm. in fact, at the hospital, we were left in total confusion mm -hmm. over what, you know, how the accident happened. But um, I put together um, letters that went out to all levels of law enforcement mm -hmm. and that puzzle came together that the California Highway Patrol struck my son, killing him, throwing his body off of, off of his motorcycle into a concrete bench, then left the scene and spent a cover-up that they are still carrying out today. Mm. So this rally is not only for Diallo and for our family, but for all of the families. I so often think about how many people were just like me, mm -hmm. trusted them, believed them, and just didn't have the the mind to think that this kind of thing actually happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just didn't. Yeah. You know, so I, I just hope that if there are others that they come forth, come to the rally, yeah. tell your story, and then more importantly, that it doesn't happen again. Yes, yes. You know, that the other piece to this is that the fear, I have none. I have none. I just hope that I'm doing the right thing for humanity mm -hmm. and that Diallo's experience, our family's experience, will resonate with folks and they'll come forth and realize that they do indeed have people I'm sorry. It's okay. like Open Circle and Antoinette Cajero, like Together We Stand. Sevki, thank you, Sevki. Sevki Hernandez. Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah. Sorry, Sevki Fernandez. These two organizations, and don't want to leave anybody out because Idris Steli Foundation also mm -hmm. has been instrumental. A APTP, everybody, but Open Circle and Together We Stand have been there in ways that I never imagined. Mm -hmm. in ways that I never, ever imagined that people would be there and help me through this process, help me see what I didn't want to see. Mm -hmm. And um, I thank them from the bottom of my heart. And I, I just hope people know that they're, they're the greatest and they're there. If you have a story, bring it to them. Mm -hmm. Let them hear it. You know, quite possibly 
your grief can be managed like mine's is being managed, for, and that it'll it'll benefit the rest of the community. Thank you, Gilda. You know, it is our privilege, and I can speak for Together We Stand as well as Open Circle, that it is our privilege to be able to be there for you and do whatever we can to help you to bring comfort to you and to bring justice to Diallo. And there is no doubt in my mind, as well as anyone's mind, who sees what's happening, who recognizes this injustice, not just to Diallo, but to you and your family, that you are doing a, a, a wonderful thing. You are uh, bringing forth truth and awareness to the community. And so uh, I and many others admire your, your courage and your strength and your perseverance because what you're doing is helping it, your actions as a catalyst to bring forth even more truth to shed light on the systemic the systemic problem with cover up with law enforcement and their the, the protection that they give to their own the cover ups that they are um, that they are doing constantly and what you are doing also is helping other families who are in the midst of it, who are also coping with what's happened to them. Something else I want to point out is that law enforcement counts on the family's grief. They exploit that because they want you to be so grieved, to be so incapacitated that you're not able to see the truth they exploit this and, and it's we understand and have so much empathy that it took you years to be able to come to the point to gather the strength to start investigating for yourself and just as they didn't want to happen you have found truth you have found truth and so your courage is an inspiration to myself and to all of those who are working in this field to to be activists on your behalf and on behalf of humanity you're you are helping make this happen and so i i'm inspired by you and it's you your story and your grief and your strength that help me and many many others to carry forward day after day in what we do because we believe it is right and because our hearts are with you and we want you to have resolution we want you to at least at least have that knowing that law enforcement will be held accountable. And not just that CHP officer who struck your son and killed him and fled the scene, but all law enforcement, because we know it is not just that person who mm -hmm. perpetrates the crime. Mm -hmm. It is all those mm -hmm. who protect them. Mm -hmm. It is all those within the system that, that perpetuate this injustice. Yes. We're gonna bring them down. Yeah. When I think of myself in the scheme of things, it's like I feel so small in comparison to what everybody's doing for me and for humanity. But I'm so happy to hear that I'm connected to this larger movement. It, it just blows me away that that I'm 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 in this. You know I'm. Um, I'm a part of this greater good. Mm 
I feel proud about that, and I, but I hate that I had to lose my son. Mm -hmm. It just makes me think about value, who's valued, who's not, and to know that we were just, we weren't valued at all by the system, you know, is pretty, pretty disappointing. How do we teach our children that they have a part in this, in the world? Mm -hmm. If they can brutally murder you, lie about it, and cover it up for years, and a parent has to do the digging and, and find the gory truth and details of how they covered up the killing of your child. It's outrageous. So I just hope it never happens again. I would love to have a dialogue with law enforcement and be a part of the conversation so that we can get past this in a respectful and valuable way. Mm -hmm. You know, because we have to do something about this. Yes. This can't keep happening to people. Yes. That's right. <sighs> yeah. I would like to say, as Gilda mentioned about coming forward and sharing your stories, uh, I really encourage um, folks to come families, please come to Open Circle and other events like this where you can share your stories. There's something about families gathering together um, to, to share their stories and to share their grief. Mm -hmm. They can uh, comfort one another and understand each other's grief more than anyone else can. And I encourage members of the community, please come out tomorrow and hear of these families in person, see their faces, get mm -hmm. to know them in person, mm -hmm. because the impact it has on us is, is truly different than when we see um, posts about it in Facebook and other social media. Mm -hmm. So please, if, if you can, come out tomorrow, come to events, you're welcome, come to Open Circle. We have a page on Facebook, Open Circle Families United for Justice, uh, where we'll post our um, future meetings. Come to these events because the only way we can participate and as a community is if we get involved at what we tend to call a grassroots level, mm -hmm. but really as a, at a family level, a person-to-person -person level. And so uh, we really um, invite you to come out and be there um, for the families tomorrow, be there for Gilda Baker, be there for Dial O'Neill mm -hmm. to demand justice and yes. an unbiased investigation into his death, yes. and for all those families who are also seeking justice for their loved ones. Yes. And just to speak about value, there was also witnesses mm -hmm. who were ignored, mm. totally ignored about what they saw. So this is this is huge, mm -hmm. you know, the depths that they'll go to mm -hmm. to cover themselves. Mm -hmm. How could, how, to this day, they've never contacted me. Even if they weren't involved, they were supposed to contact me because yeah. California Highway Patrol conducted the on-scene investigation of my son's death, although he died on a city street, which is total break in mm -hmm. procedure. Mm -hmm. So if they address that issue, that will open a floodgate of, of what really happened. Mm -hmm. Why did you investigate the crime? Yeah. You know, clearly there was a second motorcycle and the implications are that it was it was CHP. They shut it down because they circled the wagons to protect themselves. 
And, I, you know, I can't say enough about it, you know, I'm just repeating myself, <clears throat> that they killed my son. They've ignored us. They've ignored the community, mm -hmm. the witnesses. Everything they've done has been a repeated violation of their own laws mm -hmm. or laws that are supposed to govern us. Yeah. So in saying that, I'll just say, you know, do the right thing, law enforcement. Do the right thing for not only me and my family, but for all the families that are supposed to be able to live in this world and support taxes and everything else, systems that take this, make this country work, then value us. Yeah. My son had a life and a family that loved him. And we still love him, although you took him. You took him and you ignore us as though we mean nothing. But we do. And we have people, as I said, together we stand. Open circle, so glad they're here. Roman, this radio station means everything to me. You know, it's helping to get the word out to yeah, people. Of course. And I hope people are really, really listening because if it happened to us, it can happen to anyone. Yes, yes. My son wasn't doing anything wrong. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for being here. Yes, I'd just like to. Um uh, build on what Gilda just said about how it can happen to anyone. Yes. Let's not wait mm -hmm. until it happens on our doorstep, yes. in our neighborhood, to yes. our next door neighbor. Yes. Uh, let's not wait until then. Yes. Let's put the work in now to prevent it mm -hmm. from happening to anyone else. Yes. And before we even have to face that grief ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we invite, we invite you law enforcement we invite city council of oakland mm -hmm. be present mm -hmm. come out and support because we feel that in the heart of hearts that life is precious is. humanity is precious and we believe that the truth needs to come out yes and it's you know if they're not going to listen to us as individuals if they're not going to listen to us as a community mm -hmm. then we need more people mm -hmm. we need people in these offices who are sworn in to protect the people to serve the people come out here and support us tomorrow yeah. and urge law enforcement to to confess yes confess to their crimes mm -hmm. face the consequences we need police accountability yes. and we we invite you and we request your presence city council members and other members of, of uh, public office who are serving the people mm -hmm. please come out and serve us tomorrow at oakland city hall tomorrow 5 to 7 p.m please come out and support yes Oh. Well, let's uh, maybe take a bit of a music break and we can uh, check back in in a little bit. How's that sound? Sounds that good. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. Thank you. Perfect. 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 Feel free to continue to talk for a moment while I set up the music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gilda, thank you so much. I know each time that you come out, each time you speak, you are stepping outside of your comfort zone and that I can't imagine 
Well, I, I imagine that it would be easier for you and more comfortable for you to just stay inside and isolate. And so thank you for your courage. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming out. Yes, thank you.
review, and we're here with Gilda Baker and Antoinette Gajero, as well as Terrence and Praveen. Thank you all for being here, and uh, I feel really grateful to be with all of you here today. So thank you very much for sh- for sharing your truths with us. Thank you. I feel the same. Me too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to say, Roman, thank you again for having me and us on your show again. It is uh, really meaningful to be able to have another avenue to give voice to this um, epidemic of uh, police killings with impunity. No more. We can't have this no more. We need to. Let's stop it. Let's stop it right here with finding justice and truth for Diallo Neal. Yes. I'd like to just uh, mention again that I know there's people out there who have issues with law enforcement or, or just about any social concern. That can be brought to Open Circle and Together We Stand. These are the two organizations that are really there for the community to go in and tell your story and they will actually help and walk you through what needs to happen. Because no more do we want to sit back and just allow people to abuse us, to brutally murder us, and walk away. So I, I encourage, come for that reason. Come to the um, rally tomorrow at Oakland City Hall, 1 Franco Gawa Plaza. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We'll see you all there tomorrow, yes. 5 o'clock. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> all right. Well, we'll take a little, put on a little bit more music, and then we'll be back uh, to wrap up the show in a bit. So thanks, thanks again right. for being Thank here. Thank you.
that kind of big thank you once again to Gilda Baker and Antoinette Gajero for coming in, as well as Terrence and Praveen for joining us here in the studio. Ah, there's a lot of people out there telling their stories, and that's what's going to make the world a better place, is people telling their truths, telling their stories, and recognizing that we're not alone. So keep on fighting, everyone. Thanks to everyone who shows up in the multiple ways that people can show up. And we'll be back next week. Take care, everybody.
Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tusha Matters with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., from Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live.